Okay, before I dive into sharing about which sleep habits I've changed and that helped me, I would like to share that I will be hosting a new free live masterclass next week. Because in January, I started hosting masterclasses and this was my first time. And I really enjoyed interacting with you, talking with you. So I thought, let's create a new one about a different topic. And this time it will be about the eight tools that help me to heal faster. And the masterclass will take place on Thursday, February 22nd at 4 p.m. Amsterdam time. If you can't make it live or if it will be too much for you, just be sure to still sign up because I will be sending a recording to all requestants afterwards. And you can find the link to this masterclass at the bottom of the description of this podcast. Then another brief update. The second update, um, the concussion community has been closed to new members for the past five months. So the last time I opened the doors was in September and many people joined around 55 people. But I feel it's time to give new people the chance to join the community again. And the doors will open from next Monday. This will be February 19th and they will remain open for one week. And after that, I will close them again so I can focus on helping members. So just a brief overview of what the community is for everyone who don't know the community yet. So what you get when you join is this is a community. It's like a membership. And when you join a community, you get access to all classes and courses from 84 concussion experts and a strong community. And at this moment, there are over... I think 200 members and um, some of them are already in there for a long period of time. Others they joined in September, uh, but the right knowledge from experts and the community, these were the two things that I really missed in my recovery. So I combined them together on this in this platform. Um, so everyone who is interested in this or wants to join this place next week is the opening week. So uh, I would love to see you then. And if you want to find more or read about more information about the community or to read about reviews or to sign up for their waitlist, uh, just click on the link in the description of this podcast. And I would love to welcome you all next week to, uh, to the community. Okay, so those were the two updates for now. So the community that's reopening next week and the new free masterclass on February 22nd. All right, so let's dive right now into my sleep habits because, by the way, this is one of the eight tools that I will be sharing about in my free masterclass, but I thought I would love to make a podcast about it as well because it might help um, many more people. So since I sustained my concussion, my sleep changed. I had a very hard time falling asleep. I woke up many times during the night. I felt like my brain was always awake. And during my first year, I really had no clue what to do. And I just used sleeping pills to fall asleep easier. I, well, I didn't feel like that was the right way. And within the next year, I learned a lot about how I could improve my sleep naturally. So my sleep was affected by many things. And the most important of which were nutrition, uh, exercise, screen time, light brightness, 
cognitive tasks before bedtime, coffee, a constant sleep schedule, and optimizing my bedroom. So the sleep habits I changed were the first one. I felt a difference when I started to drink a green smoothie every morning. It really helps to break down the melatonin in the morning. So it makes you feel more awake and it breaks down fast melatonin and it gets the chance to build up in the evening. And that's what we need, right? So a green smoothie, I put a lot of vegetables in there. Uh, The exact recipe that I use, I share this in the masterclass. So I would love to see you there. Um, And then the second one is is coffee. (laughs) I have this love-hate relationship with coffee. And I think one day it can make me very anxious. But the next one, I... um, Well, it helps to clear my head. And I just noticed that I shouldn't drink any coffee after 1 p.m. to improve my sleep. Because it can take up to 10 hours to get out of your system. Then the third habit I changed is I learned that exercise has a big impact on my sleep cycle. When I do, for example, a workout in the morning, it has a very positive impact on my melatonin cycle. So try to work out in the morning. I think that's best. And try not to do a workout before going to sleep because this makes you too active. Then the fourth thing, screen time. I think we all know this, right? But it had a huge impact on my melatonin level. And in this modern time, we are watching our screens often until bedtime, right? But this isn't natural for your body because your body will start to make more melatonin when it gets darker. And when you continue watching your screen in the evening, it's a sign to your body that it's daytime. So your body doesn't prepare you for bedtime. So it's really important to turn off all screens. I do this at least two hours before I go to bed. If I don't do this, I am uh, my sleep is really, uh, really bad. So you can give it a try. Um, the fifth thing, the same thing uh, applies for the brightness of the lights in your house. Because lights aren't natural as well. Only the light from the sun, of course. But the sun um, will, I think... There is no sun anymore after, well, it depends on the time of the year, of course, but in the night it's dark, right? So there is no light, there are no lights there. Um, it should be dark so your body can get used to, um, or well, can prepare for for um, for going to bed. So try to turn down the lights at least two hours before you go to bed. What I always do is I light some candles because this makes me, um well it's a more natural light and it makes me feel calm so this is something that you can do you don't have to sit two hours in the dark uh i i prefer to light some candles and this helps to build up more melatonin as well then the sixth one before going to bed try not to do a lot of cognitive tasks because this will give your brain the time to calm down and prepare for bedtime so, for example, I uh, I do sometimes a calming yoga session or a meditation. This is perfect. Uh, I often just turn off the lights, light some candles, uh, listen to an audiobook as well. So this is a sign for my brain to uh, to calm down. Then the seventh one, go to bed at the same time each night and get up at the same time each morning, including on the weekends. So when I stick to a fixed sleep schedule, my sleep is so much better. It's 
better to go to bed at the same time every day so your body can adjust to this natural sleep cycle. So when you go to bed, for example, at 10 p.m. one day and at 2 a.m. the next, your body will become very confused and will have to adjust to the natural 24-hour cycle again, over and over again. So it's a really important thing. Then the last one. Uh, make sure that your bedroom is the only place where you sleep. So don't watch television in your bedroom. Don't bring your phone into your bedroom um, because your brain loves clarity. And if it knows that your bedroom is just a place for sleep, then it will adjust. And make sure that your bedroom is a dark, quiet and relaxing place. Uh, so you can maybe buy some uh, blackout curtains or use a sleeping mask, uh, wear some earplugs. Uh, I even painted my bedroom in a calming blue gray color and it's helping a lot as well. So these are the most important things that I change when it comes to sleep. When I, I changed the natural uh, things, um, I hope it helped you. I'm curious about what you changed and what is helping you uh, when it comes to sleep. So I would love it if you share it with me on Instagram uh, or come to my masterclass, uh, which is next week on Thursday. Uh, and I will ask you uh, there about the things that is, are helping you. So I would love to interact with you next week in the, in the free masterclass. Uh, I talk about other things as well. Not only talking about sleep, I talk about eight tools that are um, yeah really helps that really help me in my in my recovery, and these eight tools um, I think were the were the biggest ones. So for example, I will talk about um, how to deal with anxiety and the reason why ninety percent of the people worsen their anxiety. This is really true. Uh, another thing that I talk about are Three simple ways to create positive changes in your subconscious mind. Uh, the two most common mistakes that prevent 90% of the concussion survivors from moving forward. Um, another effective rule that I will talk about to return to activities. Um, and another thing that I talk about in the masterclass is what affects 60% of concussion survivors, though most are unaware of it. Uh, I'm also explaining what having a concussion feels like and how to explain this to friends, family, and doctors. So this can be helpful for you as well. So these are the main things that I uh, that I talk about in the masterclass list uh, for next week. So you can sign up um, by clicking on the link in the description. And it's a live one on Thursday, 22nd of February. So I hope to see you there. And if you can't make it, uh, still sign up because you will receive a recording afterwards. So I hope to see you there next week. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope this was helpful for you. If it was, and if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, would you maybe do one small thing in return? Leave a short review or thumbs up on YouTube? The more views this podcast will get, the easier it is for other people to find this podcast and to feel less alone and lost in their journey. Oh, and one last thing. I would love it if you share a helpful episode on Instagram, in a post or in a story, and tag the concussion community in it. Or you can always send me a direct message. I love to see who is listening. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you next time.